This is Socks in 7. Welcome back to Socks in 7. We are your hosts, Kevin Tebow, Mason Reed, Jack Taggerman. The boys are down atrocious right now. Too bad. Too bad, bro. You know, Socks dropped series to the O's, but, you know, the boys just got rinsed in FanDuel. Yeah, Bruins coming off a Bruins OT loss, uh, doing this podcast. It's gonna be tough, you know. Uh, that was a that was a heartbreaker. Um, not not very fun. Me and Tags Lakers get fucking pissed on in a big way. Um, Trey walked into the garden last night, hit him with one of these, bro. They blew like a forty nine point lead with like forty eight seconds left. And you know whose fault it is? Tatum. It's Caleb Ort's fault. Caleb Ort started a string of events that just Kobe, but Caleb Ort just caused Boston to go in shambles. No, nah, that guy's days in Boston are numbered, bro. I, I hope I hope he has some real estate out in Worcester, bro. Yeah, he'll be he'll be out in the woo soon. Um, in Portland, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I, I fucking hate Caleb Ort. <laughs> I fucking hate Caleb Ort. Thanks, dog. He's not very good at all. Um, but yeah, of course, we're referring to Caleb Ort giving up six runs in the bottom of the uh, ninth the other day. That was the game we won too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Won that game, bro. Yep. Almost unbelievable, man. Um, but tags. I think the people of uh, the pod, or at least the people watching on YouTube, need to see uh. The Molly. Nah, dude. I was thinking about debuting the Molly tonight, but like, doesn't it all seem like gotta wait? I debut the Molly, bro. Yeah, it's, you're right. Like, the vibes are just so low, bro. Like, all my teams lost tonight. The C's lost last night, bro. Like, I'm hanging on by a fucking thread here, bro. <laughs> wait, when did, when did you get the Molly? Today, bro. Oh, okay. So yeah. I was gonna say it might be your fault. No, it actually, like, I don't know. If things don't go my way in, in short order, bro, I might shave my shit ball. <laughs> no, I mean, if the Lakers lose this series, i probably kill you. No, dude, I, I, a lot. I would sooner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I think we'll have to wait for a series win on that. When, when, things, are, when things are looking up, bro, when life isn't pain, the – the muzzy will come out, bro. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Um, but I guess we'll get into this uh Red Sox series. Uh game one was just an absolute grind of a of a fight. Um Chris Sale looks horrible. Me and Tags thinks he was t- maybe tipping his pitches, but he also had no location. He didn't have a strikeout through, I believe, four and a third. And he was just getting raked on, gave up five earned. Um, I mean, he survived for a little bit there, but eventually the contact, constant barrel caught up to him. Um, Sox jumped out to an early 4-0 lead on that game. Casas hit an absolute nuke. Verdugo stayed hot. Devers hit an absolute nuke onto uh, the street by the uh, warehouse at Camden Yards. So that was a bomb. I believe it was 115 off the bat. Absolute nuke. But then Sale just kind of gave it away. Bullpen held it there, but 
the bat we couldn't get anything going after that um and then heartbreaking moment yu chang goes down breaks his wrist on a swing causes a royal to come into a game and it causes emmanuel valdez to get called up we'll get to that later um but overall just bad vibes on uh monday night uh, so that's twice this year bro a guy that's just looking like he's gonna be like an X factor kind of guy, gonna come in exceed all expectations, goes down with a wrist injury, bro. But what you said with like, I don't know what it was with Sale. I don't know if the Orioles just have his number. I don't know if he's tipping. I don't know what, dude. But their swing and miss rate was so low that it's almost weird. Like, Same thing with how this morning, bro. I was, thing say, it, I, I was getting to it wasn't even just sale, dude. Their swing and miss rate this entire series was like astonishingly low to the point where you're like something other than baseball is going on, bro. And I hate to be that guy, bro, but I I don't like uh, you know I don't think they're cheating with the Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, but, like uh, like I saw a number that said. Through sales, first 44 pitches, he had one swing and miss. Yeah. I also saw sales slider was like three inches less of break per pitch. So, I mean, maybe his stuff just wasn't working, bro. But it's like the whole series, we could not sit a guy down, bro. Everything's being hit and play. Yep. And, like, I guess we can move that over to game two where – that worked for Corey Kluber. Corey Kluber had a, actually a pretty decent start. And I think, he, I mean, he was pitching to contact. And I mean, that's what you got to do when you're throwing 89, but it honestly, honestly worked in his favor, how much they were swinging. Yeah. Cause it allowed him to get ahead instead of falling behind like he has been. So, I mean, Corey Kluber put in like, I believe six innings, one earned or something like that. Innings one earned. I think it was like five hits, five Ks. Something along those lines. Yep. That game, um, the boy, Jaron Duran, hits an absolute tank to center field. Grand Salami, I hit it for plus 1,100. Yeah. My goodness. Jaron Duran is here. Jaron Duran's a guy. Jaron Duran earned himself a lot of time up, up in the show, bro. I, I don't I don't even think it's a lot of time. I think it's I think, the rest I mean, of his career. I think there's no reason you keep, you know, obviously once Duval comes back and you got you got your everyday center fielder, he probably goes down in terms of out of the starting lineup. But I don't see a point why you keep Tapia up over Duran. In 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 terms of Duran's hitting the ball better, he runs bases just as well, if not better. When Jaron Duran walks onto a ball field, he's the fastest player on the field. Yeah. I mean, he's just a, he's just a demon on the bases, bro. Dude, what do you call it? Fucking the first game, too. He uh got up with two outs against fucking uh whatever his name is, but um, Lace is one to third. Like I thought oh, it was yeah. getting through for sure. We were tying that game. Yeah, that would have tied the game. Yeah, and then it just doesn't because like why would the Red Sox win? Game. Why would I like win a bet? But like whatever. It's just part of the process, bro. It's just like if you hit the ball well, eventually they're going to start finding holes. Yeah. And like, I, I think I have to make my formal apology to Jaron Duran. I mean, I used to be a big fan of his last year. 
definitely turned me off where he was just like complaining about the clubhouse and saying like, oh, guys aren't supporting me. And this year, like I'm starting to think that maybe there was some truth to that. Maybe Bogarts and JD weren't as nice of guys that we thought they were. I, I know you saw what he said after game two. Yeah. And I'm like, what's the difference? I noticed how he specifically mentioned the new guys too. Yeah, he, he said, you know, he was talking about JT especially, bro. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe there was something a little bit weird going on in last year's locker room. And like, yeah, I no, think there's I, a chance because you even had them talking about Cassis and leaking that to the media about him being weird. Like, yeah. maybe there was something no, going I on there. It definitely comes because um. We had a lot of new players this year, obviously. A lot of new guys that are going to be playing every day in the lineup. Like, when you're coming into a new organization, you're obviously not just going to be, like, a douche to all the younger guys. But, like, along the lines of, like, our clubhouse, I wanted to say this during this pod because my dad mentioned it the other day while he was while we were watching the game. And, like, dude, well, Rafael Devers is obviously a superstar, right? Like, deserves every penny of $330 million. He's becoming a leader in the clubhouse now. But, like, dude, that dude just goes out there every single day, no matter what, and has a smile on his face. He's literally the most happy-go-lucky player that I've ever seen, bro. Yeah. He just is out there packing huge lips, <laughs> spitting them out, smile on his face, not a care in the world, dude. He's literally, like, that's the kind of leader that you want on your team. Like, he's as he grows up, dude, he's only, like, 25, 26 now. As he grows up, he's going to evolve more into that, but, like, this dude just loves playing the game and like he's a great teammate. He's the centerpiece of a franchise, like honestly, one of the best centerpieces of a franchise locked up for a long time across all sports. And I agree. And like we were watching the game on Friday night, um, and we're down a run, and like vibes are definitely off that day. Like you don't expect, and then the camera just pans to him and Doogie in the dugout laughing, having a smile on their face, having fun playing baseball when it feels like was like sitting to his left and tapped him on the right shoulder he looked over to his right it was, it was literally some some schoolyard shit like that bro but it's just, just a like, happy-go-lucky guy bro yeah. he just has a smile on his face at all times packing huge ball. lips having fun and, with um, dude the booth was talking about this game too also we got robbed of a lot more like future funny rafi at bat clips with the whole new rules dude because that guy, that guy used to speak full sentences to himself and make the bat, bro. No, yep. my favorite, dude, my favorite is when he dives back, when the pitcher tries to pick him off, he just lays there for, like, 10 seconds, bro. He just doesn't get up. Like, that's the best part. That's the funniest thing, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. That just, just loves – he just loves life. Oh, yeah, dude, I'd, I'd drink a beer with that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, another test to that is that, like, I mean, yes, he hit a bomb on Friday night, but – Rafi's been cool lately. The average and, is yeah. The average yeah. is definitely down. Slugging's, I mean, yeah, slugging's where it's always been. Exactly. I mean, he's cooling down a little bit, and I think that's probably ultimately why we dropped this series is that Rafi just didn't carry us on our back like he has been, and that's yeah. going to happen. So that's why I'm not too worried about this series drop. Last thing about him, too, um, he just, like, He's putting in the work to learn English too now. Like he bro spoke no English a few years ago at all. He's putting in the work every day, learning the language. You love to see it, bro. 
Yeah, and uh, you know what? I got another thing on him. His defense this year, he might win a gold glove. He's in the 96th percentile for, like, defense, basically. Forget what the stat's called. Yeah, um, he, he booted a couple super early on, too. Yeah, and he's just been absolutely nasty. He's probably, you know, top of the top. Yeah. And, I mean, I think, like, a couple days ago, he was 99. Yeah. And, and like, that leads me to Verdugo. Verdugo's been solid out in right field. People like, were worried about him. Dude, say what you want. Alex Verdugo is the best player on the roster thus far. Yeah. You, you can say what you want about, you know, Rafi's home runs. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not – I'm not shorting Rafi whatsoever, but I'm not gonna argue with that at all. Verdugo's batting something like 350 right now. You know, I, I like the guy. I don't. I can't remember the last time he went hitless, bro. Unless he went hitless today and I watched the game. But I, th- I think yeah, I saw him on second base, so I'm pretty sure he got a double. I'm not, like I can't. It's like every single time the guy walks into the box, I'm expecting at least a pretty well hit baseball, bro. Yeah, like I, I agree with you. Verdugo's on pace to be all-star, maybe even starting in the all-star game. We need to get this yeah, I mean, extension I, done quickly before yeah, he I goes it, out and makes I said million. it on one of the earlier pods that like I'd take Verdugo, Devers, Red Turn, Yoshida, Duvall against anyone, and obviously Duvall went down, and like Red Turn and Yoshida are like hitting well lately, but haven't been the whole year. But like, Alex Rodugo, Rafael Devers is like you put them up against anyone too in like the history of baseball and they're like right there. So Yeah. And I mean you mentioned his name, Masataka Yoshida. Absolutely raking the baseball right now. He's the last seven games he's hitting five hundred. He's hit four bombs or three bombs. Just every time he gets up there, he's just lacing it the other way. No, don't look now, sports fans, but Masataki Yoshida is very quickly batting 276. After yeah. batting, I believe it was it was 172 or 178. A week ago. Like, we all can't speak. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I mean we're in game two still. So you get out to that early lead, and then you know, seems just like a cruise by this game. And it, you do, you know, Winkowski looks awesome out of the bullpen again um, after Kluber. And then you bring in um, Caleb Bort to uh, close it out. And Caleb Bort shits the bed. And you get Kenley up, and Kenley does Kenley. You know, gets two outs on 11 pitches. That's another save for Kenley. He's three away from 400. But... I mean, obviously, it sucks that you have to use Kenley there, but I don't think it's really the end of the world because you have an off day tomorrow. Um, but today, Wednesday, uh, Tanner Houck just got <laughs> Yeah, I watched the whole game, and it was bad, bro. I like uh, It was bad. It's a bad game. Yeah, I, th- I think the boys, I mean, they've played 19 days straight without a day off. Coming home from a road trip, I'm honestly not too mad that they dropped this series. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, fucking. At least we're not as bad as the Chicago White Sox. Exactly, they're really bad. They're seven and nineteen now. They got swept up handily by the Blue Jays. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're 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 a game and a half out of the wild card. You're sitting five hundred. You got an off day tomorrow, um, and you got the Guardians coming into town. Who? I mean, they're a good baseball team, but they haven't been all that. They always come up. Yeah, I think they just dropped the starts. series to the Rockies. Yeah, I was betting on them. They were losing. Nothing new there. But um, a couple things I wanted to say about the Orioles. The the Baltimore Orioles are an issue. Like this is a this is a, a good ball club. They're having fun doing it with their celebrations and shit. They got a lot of good young players swinging it, and like their pitching staff is like better than it's ever been in the last like twenty years. That like their bullpen specifically, dude. This Yenier Cano guy, who knows where this guy came from, right? He's he comes in, he's got like twenty nine consecutive outs to start this season, zero ERA. Guy might not give up a hit the whole season. He's got then, a nine oh yeah, they also have sinker. Felix Bautista who throws a hundred. The wipeout slide piece. Their bullpen is a really big problem. Um, I mean, dude, I don't know. They can like they're gonna win a lot of games. They're a really good ball club, and they're, and they're gonna get John Means halfway through the year. Uh huh. I was trying my hardest yesterday when I was looking at the stats. <laughs> the Orioles were fifteen and eight. I was tr- I was trying my hardest to convince myself like. Yeah, they can't keep that up, bro. But like realistically, they can. Like that that lineup has like six, seven, eight. I mean, Jorge Mateo's batting damn near four hundred, bro. Like, I like I don't know, dude. They they don't they look like a great ball club, right? They have now. a lot of sticks and a lot of arms, and like yeah. their bullpen's been the best in the league so they far. Have, so. Dude, they have they have lefties that can hit, righties that can hit. Uh, you know, at least a late game bullpen, a couple like I don't know, one or two serviceable starters. I think their downfall would be starting pitching, but like, but they, they're getting one of the best lefties in the league halfway through the year. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the Baltimore Orioles are definitely a team to look out for. If you already haven't, take their over for wins. Yeah, yeah they're playing really good ball. Like eighty-two, something like that. Something like that. Um, but the last thing I wanted to get into about this series is, uh, the rotation, obviously, um, Brian Bayo got sent down. Uh, I mean, and it looks like it went the right way because Kluber had the best start this series. Yeah. Um, who knows how long that's for, but it, it really begs the question, like, what are we going to do? And especially with Paxton, I mean, Paxton hasn't looked good. So I think he's going to be in Worcester for a while. But you got eight serviceable starters with Cutter, Bayo, and Paxton, and then the five that you have out there right now. Where is this going to look like in a couple weeks here? Because people are coming back. Me personally, I'd like to see Cutter back in the rotation well before Bayo. I think, I don't know, like Bayo, I mean, he does have big league stuff, bro, but he hasn't, he hasn't had that one, like, all right, this kid's got it type of outing. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like, he's got big league stuff, bro. He really does. But I think, I don't know, maybe it's better for him to hopefully go down to Worcester, get a few good starts under his belt, start finding his stuff again, you know, start hitting his spots more. I mean, so far what I've seen from him is he doesn't throw a lot of strikes. Like, he walks a lot of people. And at the same time, when he does throw strikes, he he gets raked. Yeah. Like, that's not a formula to, like, 
pick up wins as a pitcher. Like, I don't know if he's not ready yet or, like, I don't know. I mean, I wish the best for him, obviously, but he hasn't shown me anything yet. When he's finding the zone, he's catching way too much plate, bro. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm not one to judge, but, like, he's, you know, you see a lot of big league guys painting corners, bro. I haven't seen him paint many corners. This, um, before we get off, like, our pitching – there was something I was thinking of earlier. I just remembered. Um, like, when's the last time that, like, when do you think the last time the Red Sox had a pitcher, like, in the rotation, right? Like, an ace that, like, could just go out there and you just feel super confident about the fact that, like, he's just going to dice hitters. And, like, you have, like, a, a no-question top-of-the-league ace that, like, has the potential to go eight innings, two hits, nine like nine k's or throw a complete game shut out with 11 k's like we don't have we haven't had any guys like that in the last two years like there's okay. teams that have that too like all across the league so many aces guys oh. like obviously the guys that have been around a long time like zach Allen this morning like kind of random but like he's i think he's thrown like 34 innings now consecutively hasn't given up a run like that's an ace like Every time he goes out, your team is expecting to win. They're going to be laying, like, 250. He's going to strike out 10 hitters. Like, that's just what he does. Like, I don't remember the last time the Red Sox had a guy like that. So, I, I can give you two answers. First, I'll say, like, the actual answer is, I mean, it's going to be 2018 Chris Sale. I, I was going to say those exact words, 2018, so. But, so, that's five years. But I would argue um, 2021 Evaldi. Was, that was, actually, that was my second That's funny. Like, do you remember going into that Yankees game? You, I no. felt so confident that Evaldi was going to do what he did. If I'm not even joking, if like if I had the power to start a fully healthy Evaldi that game or a fully healthy Sale that game, given that like was kind of an option but not really because Sale had thrown like a couple days prior. I'm still taking Evaldi, bro. Oh, yeah. 100%. Even Evaldi in the clutch is nails, bro. Like, yeah, that, that guy's got a ball one, sack. He's one of those guys that rises to the occasion. Absolutely. Yeah, those those are both definitely good answers. But, like... But, yeah, we're definitely missing what if, one. What have they become? Like, Chris Sale sucks now. And, like, Evaldi has, like, a six ERA for the Rangers. Like, I don't know. That's, I mean... Those are obviously true, but, like, I think it's, like, honestly back to Pedro that you've had a guy for, like, over, like, a course of years that just, like, is going to be nails for you every time, no matter what, and has the capability of going nine with, like, 10 Ks and, like, has the possibility to throw a perfect game. Like, no one on our roster is ever going to throw a no-hitter or a perfect game in their career, ever, no matter I mean, what. It's just not happen. Before Pedro, you got to mention Lester, dude. I was going to say Lester. I mean, Clay buckles through a no hitter. And like, yeah, I mean Clay for like two years was pretty like, nasty. Yeah, I mean I w- I was gonna say buckles, but I mean maybe I didn't really think this through like all too well. <laughs> I'm just kind of pissed that we like we don't have a guy. Yeah, like, I mean it's been that. it's been a while. No, yeah, sure. I'm, I'm not like I don't know. We're at the point. Those are the kind of guys I can get behind. Like I'm, those I'm, are the kind I'm, of guys that I love I'm, watching play baseball. Dudes I'm, that just dice like throw upper nineties, nasty off speed like. They're going to, like, they could go out and throw a perfect game. You never know. No one on the Red Sox is going to do that right now. 
Yeah, and I think that's what they're hoping with with Bayo is because he has that 98 fastball, but his other he's got to develop his command, and like I think he should do that in Worcester. But one last thing um, about this roster I want to talk about is second base and the infield because Valdez sucks. He can't field whatsoever. He's made like three errors in two days, costing us runs left and right. I mean, screwed Tanner uh, Tanner Houck over today. Screwed Caleb Ort over. I mean, Caleb Ort gives out no runs if fucking Valdez catches the ball yesterday. And then Arroyo can't hit, and he's banged up. And, yeah, so you're just kind of shit out of luck here. I think this is when you have to put your foot in the ground and go get uh, either make a trade to free up some cap. I don't know how you do that. But Haim can do it, I'm sure. And you got to go get Jose Iglesias. He's a righty bat. No reason why he shouldn't be on this team right now. Yeah, like speaking of trades, like if this team is still in the race when Story and Duvall come back and like they're right there, there's going to be teams that really suck and are going to be selling out big time, trying to move everybody at the deadline. And if you're the Red Sox and – you're still in the race. You just – it's inexcusable to not get a big righty bat and uh elite starting pitcher. It's just elite – it's just irresponsible to not do that. I agree. They probably won't, and then we'll be pissed about it, and then we won't make the playoffs. But if they do, then we would have a chance to. Yeah, and, like, they probably won't because we're so close to the luxury tax unless we're, like I – would, I, I would say we'd have to be – seven games over 500 for them for Heim to do it but like with a real shot and like everybody healthy but I just don't think it's gonna happen Alrighty, you guys ready for this uh look ahead yeah all right we're in so, Cleveland right or yeah, at home we're at at home in Cleveland or at home against Cleveland uh game one you got Shane Bieber versus Nick Pavetta uh Bieber's honestly been pretty good. Another perfect example. That guy could go out and throw a perfect game. He's been an absolute ace, top 10 stalwart pitcher in the league for so long, like four years now. Are we going to win that game? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, Nick Pavetta has been Nick Pavetta. He's given up, you know, four runs a game, but he, he gives you a chance to win. The bats just need to be there that day or you just don't win. So, like, that could be a winnable game Friday night at Fenway. You know, there's going to be a lot of a lot of drunk Bostonians in the crowd. So, you know, Pavetta's got the juice sometimes, so maybe he's got the juice on a Friday night. Uh, game two, you got Whit- Whitlock versus Zach Plesak. Look for Whitlock to have a bounce-back game. I feel like this is going to be the case with Whitlock where he just – Dominant one day, horrible the next day, dominant the next day. Yeah, Zach Plesak's a bomb, too. Yeah, he's also a righty. In the league because of his dad. Guy's a bomb. Yeah. And, like, he's he's a righty. I'm, I'm going to take the Sox against any righty. Um, and then the last game is uh, an absolute lock for the Red Sox. You got Chris Sale versus Cal Quintrail. Cal Quintrail sucks. Yeah, uh, I was looking earlier. I was like listening to some podcast talking about like baseball and shit. Fucking, I think, um, because I checked it, 
Cal Quantrill has like some of the most aggressive home road splits like I've ever seen. Like Cal Quantrill's like 16 and one with like a 2.5 at a progressive field. And then on the road, he's like six and 19 with like a really high ERA. So, I mean, hopefully, I mean, if we can beat Bieber game one, somehow we're in line for a sweep, but, uh, yeah, I mean, Guardians aren't playing great ball. See what happens. Big weekend ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think Chris Sale should have a bounce back game. Uh, we'll see. But, you know, I like that Jose Ramirez is going to face him righty. I don't like Jose hitting righty. I like him a lot better on the left side, so I'm glad he's going to face Sale on the right side. Wait, is Jose a switch hitter? Yeah. Yeah. All right, just making sure. Um, you ever wow. seen that clip of him in the middle of the desert? Facing- yeah, with Trevor Power. Yeah. Yep. Good changeup. <laughs> it's very good changeup. Thank you, Pop. <laughs> Thank you, Pop. Yeah, Jose Ramirez is also a superstar. They got yeah. a good little lineup. Uh, Ahmed Rosario, I like a lot. Uh, they got Josh Bell, Naylor Rakes. I mean, that team was one – that team had two shots to take out the Yankees and see the Astros last year in the ALCS. Couldn't yeah. make it happen, but – um, They always get off to a slow start. That's the thing. Yeah. I mean, they're not playing good ball at all. I think they almost did just get swept by the Rockies. I think they won this morning, though. So, yeah. I mean, I, I like the over in at least the last two of these games. Yeah. Hopefully we swing the sticks. Yeah. Good ball. I think Rafi gets hot back home after an off day. The boys are Facing a little beat up. Too, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think we take two out of three. I think we take the last two. I do think we dropped that first one. Wow. But I think, you know, you're not in a horrible spot, but you, I think you need a series win before you let the vibes go the other way than they have been. Um, you guys got anything? No. I just looked at this right now, dude. It's just like I was about to I had to make sure I was right before I said it. The AL Central just like stinks, dude. Like it's because the White Sox stink. Like the Cleveland Guardians are not gonna have to win that many games to win that division. No, they didn't have to last year. Yeah, they do it every year. The Boston Red Sox are 13 and 13 plus eight run differential. They're seven and a half back. The Guardians are 12 and 13, minus 13 run differential, and they're two games back of the Twins. It's just like, I don't know, dude. Reshuffle. It's just like, yeah, a lot of things are. Uh, the Sox are just going to be for the next decade if they don't reshuffle these divisions. Yeah. Getting to that point, dude. All the teams in our division are so young, too, besides the Yankees. And like the Yankees will just be there because like it's the Yankees. The Yankees oh, yeah. just their way to a top roster every year speaking of the yankees they suck they're not very good we all predicted this dude the yankees are going under on their run total bro because it was way too high oh yeah i mean when you have aaron hicks and franchi cordero in your outfield you're not going to win very many baseball games yeah yeah i mean i guess that's something i guess that's something right like if we like if we kind of stink and like don't make the playoffs like the yankees do too and, like, we have a better record than them. Like, that's something to be happy about. Sure. For sure. Definitely. Um, You guys got any other closing thoughts? No, I'll leave it at that. I think I'm going to leave it at that, too. Um, 
you know, I think just get some rest today, you know, reset. You're at 500. Brand new, brand new season. Brand plenty new season. Ball, plenty of ball to be played. Exactly. You know, just get to July. Um, but that's going to do it here for Socks and Seven. Uh, it was a great pod. Uh, hope you guys peeped the new logo. Um, but yeah, we'll catch you guys later. Deuces.